It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. I need to know how you got your hands on restricted stealth technology. <laughs> Welcome to the Sunday Movie Marathon. I'm Max. I'm Chris. And today it is episode 95 with just the two of us. Darcy is away. She could not be here because she has a party that she didn't invite us to. I know, it's rude. It is rude. We'll get her back. We're having our own party after yeah. this. Don't worry. <laughs> She's recorded some voice notes, so you'll hear our opinion on the show we're going to talk about later. Yeah, we've got a show that we talk about, and it's going to be a, a doozy. It's going to be something else, I tell you. Um, <clears throat> sorry if I cough a lot, but I have a cough. Um, how you been, Chris? Yeah, vibing. <laughs> it's been a pretty shit week. Just like everything that could go wrong has been going wrong. Oh god, but yeah. Hopefully things will be, be getting better now. We hope so. We've made some predictions. Unfortunately, they came true, and we reap the rewards of those. Only Chris does, not me. I've yeah. had a great week. I don't care. <laughs> I'm fine. Apart from the cough. <laughs> Which I hope doesn't yeah. plague this recording too much. But we'll see. And the impending possibility of nuclear destruction. Can't forget about that. Is there something happening that I'm not paying attention to? Yeah, there was another, like, um, what's his face? The Russian guy. Vladimir. Got, yeah. He did, like, an announcement yesterday, like, oh, yeah. basically threatening everyone, saying, I will use nuclear weapons if you don't back off, basically. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I did read about that. Um, I think he's just joking around. He's having a bit of banter. Yeah, maybe. We all do it from time to time. All threaten to kill people. Just why it is, isn't it? He's fine. He'll, he'll be all right. <laughs> he just needs to get it out of his system. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Um, if this episode comes out, then we're all right, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, seen a few movies lately that came out pretty recently. They're on Netflix. Some of them come out in the cinema. I think we're going to talk about some of them next week, probably more next week. Uh, but you watched one last night that I didn't want to watch. And I was like, well, I could watch this movie that Chris is going to talk about and watch for... I, for no reason other than that it's a new movie and he wanted something to talk about. So what did you see? Yeah, so I watched Do Revenge, directed by Jennifer Caton Robinson. I wanted Do to Revenge. See, I wanted to see See How They Run, which you saw. Yeah. I was going to see it yesterday, but I was just completely wiped out after work, and I was like, nah, I'm just going to rest, watch a film in bed. And that was this. Was it restful? It was something or was it right. arresting? It's, um... I hadn't heard of this movie until it was like suddenly the number one movie on Letterboxd at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I thought, eh, fuck it, could be alright. I like Maya Hawke, she was good in Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Um, The plot is like, they're like, it's about these two like high school students in like this really preppy, like rich person school. Um, One of them, his, her boyfriend releases a sex tape of her. Um, and then they have like a really brutal breakup as you would if that happened. And then they like become friends, her and Maya Hawk. They decide <laughs> that um, from now on they'll team up and get revenge on all the people that have wronged them, ruined their lives just like they ruined theirs. They're going to do revenge. Yeah. I think a lot of people are liking this one. Um I don't know, I've not really heard all that much about it other than you didn't like it. Um, spoiler alert. But I think it's definitely targeted towards that younger generate the Gen Z ones. I've seen like yeah. clips from it and it's like all their their language that they use and I don't understand what it means anymore. I'm too old to understand what the Gen Zers are fucking talking about it anymore. Yeah, I mean it's definitely aimed at people who are like ten years younger than us. Yeah. Oh, we're too old. We're getting old. Yeah. It's like I think I described it as it's basically like Heathers or Mean Girls for yeah. the TikTok generation. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. It's like very much in like the style of those sort of comedies, except it is very, very like 
modern it's all like kind of modern humor there's like loads of like modern pop songs throughout as well a lot mm-hmm. of like big tiktok songs as well show up throughout big tiktok songs like songs that like were made like really popular through tiktok or oh, right. that got used a lot on there like um happier than ever by billy eilish is in it um decepticon by la tigra is in there um the film like right at the beginning has like brutal by olivia rodrigo in it yeah. that was kind of the point where i was like okay i know exactly what this movie is going to be for the rest of it yeah um sounds like shit <laughs> i don't know I, I i don't really gel with that like you you say like it's akin to like mean girls but i watched that quite recently actually um or maybe like last year it it dates these movies date so if you're making like a modern type of movie that's like here's what modern time is like it does date pretty poorly like yeah. mean girls there's so much in that movie that's just like really rude and mean-spirited like and like homophobic and r- racist a bit and like sexist and that's like what it was like i guess with the comedies of those days i don't know that was like the 2000s 2000 and something but i guess this one's probably going to be just as dated or maybe it feels that way now yeah i feel like 100 percent in like five ten years this is going to be like super super dated probably even less than that to be fair it feels very very 2022 people use terms like i saw some like a gif from it where like the the girl from it's like i love that for you and i've heard people say that like i think my sister says that quite a bit but i think she's very much into the tiktok crowd so maybe that's something that tiktokers say (laughs) yeah it kind of like i felt like a lot of it felt like people writing what they think the young people say Mm -hmm. like it felt like they kind of just listened to a bunch of people who were like teenagers wrote down like key phrases that they said and just tried to cram as many in as possible i think they're looking at trends yeah like trade they download tiktok and they're like what's popular on tiktok or whatever maybe they search by trending if tiktok has a trending feature and i go this is some phrases that are used pretty often here are some songs that are used pretty often i guess i don't know i think people are liking it though i think maybe it's it, like you're what, 25 years old and you're like a man so like what I don't think it's for you. Be or be oh, real. No, definitely not. I think but it, it does feel very much like it's following a certain formula. Like it does feel very structured to like suck as many people in as possible and to appeal to like this like specific crowd heavily. Like see Maya Hawk being in it, she's like really big at the moment because of Stranger Things. Yeah. Um the other actress is in like Riverdale, I think. Obviously she's gonna be quite recognizable. Camilla Mendes. Yeah. Um and yeah. it's like not the film I wouldn't say is the worst thing in the world. I don't think it's like inherently terrible. It's mm-hmm. just not not great. Um pace wise and editing wise I thought it was really, really off. There's like points where the editing just like flat out ruins scenes where it's just like the pacing of certain jokes and stuff just the jokes don't hit because of how badly edited the scenes are. Um performance yeah. wise i don't think anyone's really very good either um there's like a lot of people who clearly were just cast because they're good looking i think uh-huh. a lot of people who just don't have any comedic timing or anything at all um a couple of weird cameos in there as well um one from sophie turner she shows up at one point oh wow um oh, she yeah. shows up right at the beginning of the movie i was like oh okay is she gonna be like a main character she's there for like two scenes one of which she shouts on the main character and calls them a cunt and then you never see her again <laughs> oh, great. um sarah michelle geller's also in one scene and she has like this entrance where she's like she's talking and turns around and then like there's this like weird music stab as if like everyone's gonna be like oh shit it's that one <laughs> it's like really dramatic yeah. and funny I, it, the, the crowd who this movie is for know who sarah michelle geller is Probably not, no. I wouldn't think so. Maybe she needs some work. Yeah. We all need work. Why not? Sophie Turner's in it. Well, you want, why not? It seems like her kind of movie. I don't know. But, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, I'm looking at like the cast list. I don't really know who these people are. Um, that's fine. But like, there are a lot of, a lot of young people. They all look younger than us. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> So yeah, I, when you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this one," I I don't, well, I just didn't care. I just didn't yeah. care at all. I wouldn't say I found it like 
really boring though. Mm-hmm. It was like it was fine. Yeah. If it was wasn't two hours long, I probably enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah. God, they all have to be two hours long as well. Yeah, there's Why just they... no need for it. It's all like the Marvel ones as well. They like, need to be like three hours long now. They have to keep upping the ante because I guess like we, I don't understand. Like, I guess on Netflix it's fine because you just watch it and it's like whatever. But like the movies that come out in the cinema, they all they're all like really long. And yeah. Like, don't you understand? Like if you make a movie like an hour and a half long, you can show it more and you make more money from that. But I don't understand. I don't know why these people don't understand why that's the case. Yeah, I mean, I I guess the mentality may be that people want to feel like they get their money's worth, and maybe they feel more like watching a longer movie. They're kind of like justified. They're like spending longer in the cinema. They're getting more for their money. Yeah, getting more for the the money that's being capitalized yeah. up in terms of inflation and cinemas hiking Whereas their prices like, up. We live in like a a generation like especially like the generation this is aimed at who don't really have long attention spans that's mm-hmm. why tiktok's so huge because like every video is about 10 seconds like yeah. on average people like having like really short form content that they can just scroll through and get like just a short like buzz from whereas like this is two hours long i don't know yeah. how many people are going to watch it in like in full people... watch it in one chunk People are watching like TV though. That's like short form content because you can break it up into like yeah half an hour or forty five minutes or an hour as a pop and like that's fine. I think that probably appeals to more people. Um, I get it, but <clears throat> sometimes you want a like a really long movie. I mean, it depends on the subject, I suppose. But with with do revenge, I don't know. The plot sounds like it could be done in an hour and a half that, easily. Be fine. Yeah, easily. It was um. I think I read the writers. One of them was a, the one who directed it as well, was a co-writer on Four Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. And the other writer co-wrote Space Jam, A New Legacy. Mm. Well, it tells you all you need to know yeah. about those movies, I suppose, in <laughs> this one. Um, but I, I don't know. Did people like Thor, Love and Thunder? I feel like it, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it's a symptom of the time. It's just what we're living in. People love to say the golden age of cinema is over. I don't know. Just look for movies in other places. But if stuff like this is like really accessible, that's what people are going to gravitate towards, I suppose. And then they're going to be like, this was everything shit these days. But like something like, oh God, whatever, we're not getting around here at these days. It's like, and we have to like move three cities over to watch in a cinema that shows it like once yeah. every. Well, once ever. Clerks 3. Clerks 3, you know. <laughs> well, I we can't see Clerks 3. We've got to go all the way over to Southampton to see it when we're working. It's, um... Yeah, I don't know. It comes back to distribution, I suppose. Yeah. Or maybe it's about targeting a younger audience with streaming. Um, Because I don't know who... I think people still go to the cinema a lot, but if you're raising prices a lot, that's going to stop, I think. Um, and I guess if... There is like a stigma, like you can just shit anything onto Netflix or you can shit anything onto a yeah. streaming service. Like it doesn't matter why, like, why complain about it if it's just there and you don't have to watch it. Yeah, yeah I think this... Um, I think Netflix is probably the perfect place for this film. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really justifies like a theatrical release. There's not really much to it. It's just kind of like a simple like teen comedy yeah does it not push like other movies out though like if if a cinema shows a new marvel movie like a hundred times in a day that stops other movies from being shown that like could yeah could be shown otherwise if if netflix funds a movie or produces a movie they have to give away a certain amount of money to do that so that doesn't that stop things like like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio being made or like stuff like that. You know, if they're just giving away money to stuff that's just going to... Like, yeah, whatever. Put Maya Hawke in a revenge comedy. And like they're, they're Gen Zers. And it's like TikTok. Does that not like stop other movies from being made that could be actually good? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that is sad. <laughs> that is sad, I will say. Yeah, that's just like the state of Netflix nowadays, though. I feel like they're... 
they've said already that like the days of like funding passion projects and auteur directors are da- like done. Yeah. Like we're not going to get any more Irishmen's or marriage stories. They're all gone no. forever. Although we have got a new Noah Baumbach movie coming to Netflix this year, I think. Oh shit! And a new um, Alejandro G. Inarritu movie coming out as well on Netflix. Yeah. Oh wow, that's great. I'll be excited to see those. I guess that the quality is dropping. I don't know. I don't really go on Netflix anymore. No, me neither. Because there's no. I don't get my movie news from Netflix. I don't go like, oh, what's trending on Netflix? Because there's always a bunch of shit. There's always some shit. People are all, look at the Queen's three-hour-long documentary to watch. on. That's trending on Netflix. I'm like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Do Revenge. I don't want to see a lot of the shit that's just been pumped out. And I don't, I just don't care about it. It's not for me anymore. I don't know if they're trying to target just a younger generation with streaming as a whole, but I don't know. I think I think we'll get our movies where we can find them. Yeah, um, there's still good movies coming out. We're still getting other stuff, but it does worry me a little bit. I don't know. You know, rate do revenge. Uh yeah. I guess I'd give it like a five out of ten. It's fine. Yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, if you're a teenage girl, you'd probably enjoy it. But yeah, I wasn't like I said. I wasn't never really really bored. It was just kind of on. <laughs> That's the worst kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would say I prefer like Heather's or Mean Girls to it. Yeah. Um, even like recently, Booksmart, I thought was a better like teen comedy, like starring yeah. teenage girls. I know you didn't really like it, but I enjoyed that one a lot. And I feel uh, like that's going for like the same sort of audience. Perhaps I think I appreciate Booksmart a bit more than something that doesn't really that that only exists to pander to a demographic instead of something that like. I think Booksmart was made because they wanted to make it. Yeah, definitely. Or like eighth grade, something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah that was a good movie. one. <laughs> cool. That's Do Revenge. Cool. Um, I guess if we have nothing to talk about, we can talk about The Expanse then. Um, yeah. Okay. We watched a show, sort of. <laughs> we sort of watched season one of The Expanse. Um, this is an Amazon Prime show. It's on Amazon Prime, but it was on Sci-Fi to yeah. begin with. Season one aired on Sci-Fi, um, based on a series of books as well. Yes, the Expanse books. Um, so the Expanse. I'm just googling it because I don't know what it's about, <laughs> <laughs> and that should give you a little bit of a an inkling as to what we think of this right off the bat. Um. Jesus. Okay, so it's it's a series set in the future where humanity has colonized the solar system. Um, you've got like the Martians; they they're on their Mar- Mars place. Um, you got the Earthers; they call the Earthers, it, it, and they're kind of warring. With, there's like three factions: you got Mars, Earth, and the Belt, and the the Belters who live on this asteroid belt, and they're all fucking warring at each other and trying to get water or whatever the water's running out and the all this bullshit is happening in it um it's um it's de- it definitely feels like a sci-fi show as in like something that would go onto the channel sci-fi yeah um because it feels very inconsequential i don't really care much for the show um i watched whoa, i think i got um into episode eight I think I got, and there are ten episodes in the season. Oh no, I got into episode nine, just into episode nine, so it was almost done. Um, but like, it's it was just like a slog to get through, so I didn't finish it. Um, unfortunately, but I don't know. Like from episode to episode, nothing really happens, so I'm just like really trying to grab onto anything I can. Hold. But it was just there in the background. I didn't care at all about what was going on. Um. So you and Darcy watched it together, but how far did you get with it? Uh, we got three episodes in. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, with every single one of these shows we've watched so far for the podcast, we've like, even if we've not enjoyed it, we've like forced ourselves to finish it. I mean, even with like High School Musical, the series, we got together and finished it off yeah. like together. And we planned to do that with this, but schedules just mm-hmm. kind of clashed a bit, so we weren't able to do it. Um, but it was just, I just couldn't do it. 
I wasn't get. But I think we both kind of agreed. I think Darcy was kind of like, "I'll power through," just like yeah. so we can say we've seen it. But I was just like, "No, I can't do it," because I wasn't getting anything from it. Yeah. I was just like really, really bored. I couldn't connect to what was going on at all. I didn't really understand what was going on either. It's like I feel like the show just kind of throws you into the middle of this universe, and there's like all this shit going on, but they don't really take time to explain it and when they do it's like in the dullest way possible so you don't really care about what's going on i feel like you need to read like the books to really get what's actually happening and what this universe actually consists of that's where people will shout at you like you just you just read the books and then you'll understand like yeah probably if you read the books you understand what's going on here i don't understand what's going on I agree with you that it doesn't really make anything clear about what's what's happening. Um, and I thought, oh, these guys gave up on episode three, so if I carry on, I'll have I'll unlock information and know what's what this show is about. I mean, it's really stupid to lay it out like that. Like, if I watch more, then I'll understand what the show's about. When I should be able to tell what a show's about in the first episode. Even I. You hear a lot about people saying, oh, this show sucks until like it's season 20 or whatever, but then it starts getting really good. And it's like, well, I don't know. You shouldn't have to like watch that many seasons of a show for it to get good, in my opinion. It should just, it, you know, get better as you go along. That's fine. Yeah. But have something in the beginning that actually makes you want to carry on with it. People went on about how Game of Thrones kind of sucked. For like the first, I don't know, two or three seasons or whatever, then it started getting really good. I, I'm not of that opinion because I think it was always good. Um, yeah. But at least if you don't really gel all that well with Game of Thrones in the beginning, there's always something to keep you coming back to it. But with The Expanse, I mean, Jesus, what's, what's here? There's nothing here. I don't understand what's going on. I don't like these people. I don't like the characters. I don't care about them. They're all too pretty, and none of them look like real people. They're all just like blank slates. I don't like get much of a personality from anyone, and I don't, I don't care about what they're doing. It's, it's like they're all speaking like this made-up language at the beginning. The Creole, I think it's called, Belsa Creole. I like something. Uh, and that's like sprinkled in with some English as the show as the season progresses they just kind of stop speaking Creole really maybe sometimes sprinkle that in I'm thinking if this is like in the future I don't know how far in the future it is um few few hundred years or maybe a thousand years I don't know if 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 they're at least speaking English I don't know I feel like they should also be speaking like Mandarin or like some sort of phased out languages have been phased out as everybody lives in like three colonies. You should maybe have them all speak maybe three languages. Yeah, you'd um, think. But no, not really. You got the people on the belt who speak Creole sometimes, not really all that much. Um, you definitely get more of the Creole when you're on the belt, but like it's just a bunch of bullshit that they're saying. And, and the subtitles on Prime. They just say like they say like and that's what it says in the subtitles and you're like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> this sucks like why 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 did you make up this dumbass language it's not like Lord of the Rings which it clearly fucking thinks it is they actually made up a language for that like they're actually singing Elvish in there or like talking in Elvish yeah it's like kind of going for like a Star Trek sort of thing because that also they've got the language of like Vulcan in that yeah, show. Yeah. This is this is not this though. That's not this isn't Star Trek. It clearly wants to be Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, like Star, or Star Trek Wars. or Battlestar Galactica or Stargate or any of those like sci-fi shows that have these huge expansive universes. It feels like it's very much trying to just kind of copy the formula of those. Yeah, and this came out in 2015. It's like it's all been done. They did. They were doing that back in the 20th century. Why? Why? But yeah, people, I don't. I don't get what people really like this show. I don't understand why. No, me neither. I don't feel like I got anything new from this that I haven't seen other sci-fi <laughs> shows do. No, I. Just, it just it's another one of those. 
And it's one of them that I would absolutely have just avoided had it not been picked for this podcast. But I had to sit through well, most of it. I mean, it's like the colour saturation is disgusting to look at. So I, most of the time I can't bear to watch it. It was just on in the background, really. <laughs> it was mostly on my phone. <laughs> and I was, I was paying attention, but like... It's the kind of thing that feels like it's very complicated and complex because they're throwing around a bunch of jargon and made up languages and all this shit. But really, nothing's going on. It's just, it's just there. It's like you're trying to be a bit more complex than it actually is when nothing is really happening. You want it like a story that you can attach yourself to? What's the story here? What are they doing? I don't know. I got ep- nine episodes in. I still couldn't fucking tell you what was happening. It was just watching like the crew of um, uh, what's they? What are they fucking call their bullshit jip? The the Rossinante or something? That was fucking yeah. hilarious when they had to name their ship. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. They were like um, oh, I got it quoted something like that. Oh yeah, we'll call the ship the Rossinante. It's Spanish for workhorse. And then the guy's like, I like it. I knew a lady called Rossinante. She was good to me. <laughs> knew a lady called Workhorse. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? What? Why? I don't understand. I don't understand this. What, this guy called Amos, he's like the worst one, I think. Because he's like, he's like a tough guy. And it's like, I, I just love violence. You, you're not violence enough for me. You, f- f- with this guy, um, I think he's the main character. Um, I've forgotten his name. He was the pretty white boy in it. Um, where everyone was like, this, it's this guy. He's the key to everything. Uh, why? I don't understand why. Because they're all such non-characters. None of them really. They don't seem like friends, and they don't seem like allies really it's just like the it feels very stilted yeah it does everybody's like reading from a script that's like 10 meters away from them sometimes they'll like pause and then resume their line as if they fucking forgot <laughs> sometimes people will respond and it'll be like uh, um, uh like what it's i feel like a lot of these were just first takes that nobody cared enough to say, oh, just do it again, D- vary it up or something, do something else with it. I feel like it was just very lazy direction for most of it. Yeah, I get the feeling that they put a lot of the like budget into like the effects and sets and stuff because a lot yeah. of that like looks pretty decent. Yes, I mean, mm. sometimes the CG is a bit iffy. Sometimes it's a bit naff, but it, it clearly has a high budget. Yeah, for like a. TV show from 2015, mm-hmm. I think it's fairly impressive yeah, pretty what, all right. what they were able to do. All the costumes and the sets, I mean, I wish they'd use the sets a bit better, because it is kind of drowned yeah. out, and like a lot of like dark colours, like, just a lot of shadows, and I don't... You can't see anything. I want to be able to fucking see a show, <laughs> but I'm watching this in the daytime, like, before I start work, I come back from work, like, in my break, and I watch, like... 20 minutes of it and I'm like, I can't even see what's going on because it's like broad daylight I don't know I feel like it's fine to watch something that in the nighttime, um if it demands that kind of thing but it's like it feels very um it doesn't feel urgent to show it doesn't feel urgent enough to be a nighttime show um like something like Game of Thrones was or like the OA or something um this just feels very sci-fi plain show that you just pop on because it's on the sci-fi channel at yeah. two in the afternoon. I feel like it's very monotonous. There's not really a lot mm-hmm. going on. It just kind of felt like a series of repeating scenes that just kind of had no energy or like personality at all. Yeah. They don't want to really imbue it with any kind of personality. I don't think like the music is not that's just awful. I feel yeah. it's just like a lot of low rumbling sounds like, oh, look at our musical score that we made for our cool sci-fi expanse show. And it's just like, yeah, except for that fir- the first episode where there's like a really weird remix of Tighten Up by the Black Keys at one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
They do, they do throw in like a few songs, like here's one, here's one, and it's like what? But but like, what's the point in that? And like, what is it trying to communicate? It's just like I don't yeah. know. I like this song, so I'm gonna put it in my show. And then the rest of the time, it's like, oh my god, there's a ship coming right, and it's just like really low grumbling sounds. Like that's not like there's a time and a place for it, but I don't think all the time is how like, you should use that kind of music. It's supposed to be like. There's a lot of like suspense music and strings that kind of try to um, build suspense, and that's pretty much all this show is. It's like a lot of suspense with no payoff. Yeah, like they try to build things up a lot, um, and then they don't pay it off with anything. There's really very little action, which I suppose is something you'd want to see in a sci-fi show about three warring factions. You want to see a bit more action. You want it. I don't really. You don't really get much of it. It's. There was like a shootout, I think, in episode uh, eight or nine, but it was shot terribly, um, and that was, I was like, that kind of stood out to me because, <coughs> sorry, it was like the first piece of action we got in ages, yeah, and like they'll always stumble across something like, oh my god, look at that, it's a stealth ship hidden in an asteroid, and you're like, ooh, that's kind of cool, I guess, and then they go to the stealth ship, and they're like. Oh my god, you're not gonna believe this. And then it cuts and then like it goes back to Earth and they're discussing some diplomatic bullshit and then like they go back to the, the like stealth craft or whatever. I think this was in like episode eight or something. And they're like, Oh my god, it's, it's this is crazy. But then like it feels like in that transition they just didn't care about it or like they've forgotten about it or like they've gone through the process of feeling shocked. And you didn't see them feel shocked. Yeah. And th- so it starts off, this whole season starts off, and there's like this woman on a ship that was abandoned, her crew were killed, and then she was like locked in a, a room with very little air, very little water. And then she, she like stumbles across this other room. It's like a reactor core or something. There's like a bunch of goo in it. And there's like a guy going, ah, it's fucking being sucked up into the goo. And then it cuts. And then they go back to this place where she was at. She's just like screaming. She's like, oh my God, no, the goo. And then they go back to the goo place in fucking episode eight or something. I'm like, I, f- I forgot all about this. And then they see the goo and they're like, oh my God. And then it goes back to earth and then it goes back to the ship again. And they're like, hmm, I guess we'll get her. Just leave. And I think you didn't see this, but we watched like a recap video from season one. And they like leave the goo place where um, they were trying to find this woman. Um, yeah. Julie Mao, I believe her name was. Um, so this whole thing centered around her. <coughs> oh my God. And um, they're like, oh, this is crazy. This is going to break the world. The, the Mars world and the Earth world and the Belt world. And then they just leave and they were like, just torpedo this bitch. And then they blow it up and it's like, okay, that was that. What? What was the <laughs> point? It was like the whole thing. That was the crux of it. That was what we started this show on. You shouldn't go back to it in fucking episode eight or some bullshit and then like blow up what you set up. They blow it up and then they just leave. What's the point? Yeah. Oh my god! I thought, like, why are you doing this in like episode eight? There's like two more episodes after this. It felt like there was just another thing that they try to set up where it could have been like pretty interesting or like something something else. But then they were like, I don't know, just blow it up and go somewhere else. This could have been something. I don't know. Like a, a select few ideas throughout this entire season that are like, oh, maybe, just maybe that's. A little bit of a good idea if you expanded on it, but they never fucking do. You know, the idea of three like warring factions, I guess that could be pretty interesting in space. They're all running out of water and they're all fighting each other, but it never felt like they were running out of water. No, it didn't. They were taking showers in this movie. There's like a policeman who takes a shower and it's just like a, sh- a regular shower. Hi, oh, damn, son. It can't be that bad. They're a plant. Throughout the entire season, just plants everywhere. I'm like, whoa. Sometimes they're in like, on like shelves. A guy gives a policeman a cactus. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got loads of plants. Take this plant. And I guess that was like, oh, the wealthy elite. They have all the plants. But then, like, you go into a shop, or like some old guy's place, I think it was in episode one, where that guy from Breaking Bad was like on the floor. And he was like, he had loads of plants in there. I don't know. It never felt very urgent in a sense that they were losing water or whatever. And you never saw in people's faces or people's bodies that were running out of water or being dehydrated because they all look fucking just gorgeous all the time. And it's like, like, what's the point? Just try to show it. If you want it, if you want like a grand world building extravaganza, expansive, it's literally called the expansive world, you know, to have something like that. I was thinking about like Blade Runner 2049 does that whole shower thing where like he goes into the shower and because like, they communicate it so fucking well in that movie and you don't even need to know it. It's like he goes into the shower and then the shower's like oh, 99% detoxified water and it fucking poosh, fucking blasts him with a bunch of shower water and it, in like a second and he's done with his shower and that can communicate there's really no water here or like people are hoarding water. Yeah. In this, they're like, the, the water's run out. It's all running out and everyone's afraid and scared that they're going to be dehydrated because there's no water left. And there's just geezers taking showers and a bunch of plants everywhere. And it's like, how the fuck are these people looking so hydrated if there's no water? <laughs> I think one of the things that I felt like the show did really badly was just communicating things about as well. <laughs> like, it is a really huge universe and there is a lot of stuff going on and a lot of things that you kind of need to know to understand it. But I don't think they really ever did a good job of actually getting that point across. Like, you, like like you brought up Blade Runner 2049 and like I was thinking about Dune kind of that's yeah. a, I feel like that's a film that it really does take its time it's quite slow but it really does just explain the universe quite well where mm. it doesn't you know just like stop for like huge scenes of dialogue and when it does it like all feels necessary and it's all interesting whereas I feel like anytime this show does it it just it's just so dull yeah even in Dune, they're like, yeah, there's no fucking water here. There's like a line in Dune where they're like, to shower, they scrub their ass with sand. And that's kind of all you need to know. But with this, I don't know. It's just, there's no care to it. It feel like they just want you to read the books. And if you base a show on a book or a series of books, I shouldn't have to read the books to understand no. what's going on. That's a, just a bad show, in my opinion. Apparently it was um this first season was based on the first two thirds of the first book as well <laughs> yeah what, what's the point just do a whole book if it's like it's a bunch of books just do like one season per book or something or if it is an expansive world fuck it just make it longer I don't know try to flush it out a bit more but they didn't really I don't think they cared about that no I don't know what they cared about really that's I want to know when you watch something you're like Oh, maybe it's not the best, but they cared about doing this thing. With this, I don't know, because it's just like, it's all the same. It all looks like shit. All sounds kind of grey. Um, looks grey, it sounds grey. The acting is kind of weak. Um, so I don't know if any of the actors really cared about being there. Um, and like, the writing is just so, like, stilted sometimes. They'll like end sentences and I'm like, you had like more to say and then they'll cut. Although they'll just like, like that sentence should have been longer or you should have said something a different way. There's like a really fucking hilarious <laughs> scene where they like nuke their base or like, so like this core group of people in the Rosinante, they have, they have to be like exiled from their ship because their ship got blown up or they were on a mission to investigate, uh, this ship they got a distress call from and then their other ship gets blown up and it has the main guy's girlfriend on it and his fucking reaction was just like like fucking planet of the apes or something <laughs> it's like they nuked her it's like <laughs> okay he doesn't even say it with that much passion he just says no. they nuked her and then it fucking ends it's <laughs> so funny like, well, there's no passion in it whatsoever there's no passion in any of this show, I don't think. It's just so, like, one note. You, I think people are like, oh, 
season one sucks, but season two is great or something. They really pick it up in season two. It's like, if I'm not getting anything from season one, how am I going to start season two? I don't think I am. <laughs> I'm happy that people enjoy it, at least, but it's, it feels just inconsequential. It is like another show, just like the sci-fi channel has on it. They've got a million of these bullshit shows on there, and I just... What makes this so fucking special? I don't know. What's the fucking score on this? It's got like an 8.5 on IMDb. Yeah, it's in the top um, 100 highest rated shows on there. Oh my That's God. why I put it on the list. It makes me mad. It does. Yeah. It makes me mad that fucking some bullshit like this can get six seasons. It even gets like renewed. Like Amazon Prime's like this. You fucked up sci-fi. We're going to renew this. It's like, oh, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> Just there are so many other shows that have been cancelled that just shouldn't have been cancelled and could have been picked up, you know. But like, there's like a hundred of these though that are like you never knew they existed, and then you see like, oh, this one's fourteen seasons long. Why? I don't understand. But I guess maybe maybe that's because like they're just on TV. People put them on TV. It's like yeah, all right. I watch this bullshit or something. Yeah. It's like a bit, like, you don't have to pay attention to it. You don't really even have to look at it because there's not much there in the way of lighting. You just close your eyes. I really wasn't looking at it most of the time because it is so ugly. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was pretty disappointed overall. I actually think this would have worked maybe better as a video game than a show. Like, mm. something like, like a Fallout or like a witcher where it's got this huge universe it's got a straight story that you have to follow and then there's like loads of side quests and loads of like things that you can find that kind of like explain the universe where you can either like it's up to you whether you want to take it all at face value or whether you want to completely dive into the universe and find everything about it as you think that probably would have serviced it a lot better probably but i think the logical conclusion for a lot of these companies is like oh good book series TV show it or movie it. I don't know how many books get turned into like games, really. No, like I think The Witcher is like pretty much the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but <coughs> not this though. They wanted to make it a show. I don't know. I just it gets under my skin, especially when I have to watch it and I like force myself to watch it, and I'm thinking I should just be doing anything else with my time. But no, how many hours of this bullshit did I watch? Fucking like, eight yeah. whole hours of it, of my time that I can't get back. Just so I can watch a bunch of people called Chet just run around, get their heads blown off. It's like, oh, okay, J just do a bunch of nothing. I really tried. I really tried. After every episode, I was like, okay, what happened in that one? And like, I think like, you or Darcy asked me, oh, what's, like, what episode are you up to? And I was like, I don't know, like, episode six or something you're like uh what happened in that one and i was like i, d I don't know because i watched it 10 minutes ago and now i've forgotten <laughs> it doesn't do any kind of recap it, it wouldn't matter if it did a recap because we watched a whole season one recap of it and that did nothing for me i don't know yeah just nothing about it because you're thinking oh maybe they like missed out on a bunch of i just missed out on things because like they talk too slow or like it's too boring to pick up on but like they were saying some stuff in this season one recap review that we watched it was like that wasn't even in the show like you only know that probably because of the books and they was probably made by somebody who read the books and that's why they know what's going on in the show but when you don't have either enough exposition or you put exposition in there um without really bothering to understand why you're putting it in there it's it's hard to pay attention to or to even understand what's going on like, I'm sure there's there's obviously a bunch of exposition in this because they're setting it up in a world that's like already established and it's very expansive. So when you put into a show like that, you need people to explain shit to you, but there's nothing that does that in this show to quite the extent that other better shows have done. No, definitely. <laughs> oh man. What do you think of that guy? Um Anderson Dawes, I forgot his name who's who is played by. But, oh man, that guy really stood out to me because his accent was fucking insane. I didn't know. Oh, understand. the one played by Jared, Jared Harris. Harris. What? He's from like London. But his accent was like, it was kind of English 
kind of New Zealand, kind of South African. I didn't quite understand what he was going for. I'm like, what, what, why do you have this accent? He's the only one who sounds like that. Yeah. It's stupid. It's so stupid. Every time he was talking, it was like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah, because I <laughs> thought, oh, maybe it's like just from some weird planet or something. Yeah. It's like, no, there are two planets. Yeah. <laughs> there are three places here that you can be from. So mm. they should all have different accents, I think. But it just should be three accents or something. I don't know. Because how it's, it's ages and ages into the future. Nobody has fucking... Nobody should have, like, English accents, I don't think. Nobody should have, I don't know, like a South African accent. I don't know. It should just be something else. I, I, I mean, I don't know really where to take it, but that's what you employ people to do. Like, think about what this world is about and, like, what people yeah. would be... How they would be communicating with each other and how, like, it would change if you're living in this kind of universe. But they don't really care. Just, I don't know. They'd probably be like a made-up language, right? Yeah, just do, do a made-up language. And they put that in there a little bit, but most of the time they're just speaking English. And they sound like you or I. It's, it's pointless. <laughs> like, you really could have tried, but well, I don't know. No point. Doesn't help. Doesn't no. help me get, like, immersed in the world. It's not a very immersive experience, I don't think. Maybe that, that changes over the course of the six seasons, but I just, I, I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting it from this, and I don't want to carry on. Um, and I don't, I don't understand why people like it, I guess. Like, if it's a case of it getting better with each season, it's fine. But, like, I shouldn't have to watch the entire season that I absolutely hated just to get to something I might actually kind of like to invest myself in. Yeah, it's just pointless. It's a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time. Wasting my time watching this show. Yeah. I mean, I get why you guys stopped watching after episode three. I really, I've really thought there'd be something else. Just give me something. It's like, here's actually what this one is kind of about a bit more. Or like, give us like an exciting incident. They don't really do that though. They lead up no. to a lot of exciting incidents that never happen. Yeah, I, I think we... When we were watching it, we were kind of hoping that it would get better because I think the IMDb ratings, like the first episode had like a 7 or something, and then the next two had like 8 and then 8.5. So we were like, oh, first episode, a little rough. As we go on, it's going to get better. Yeah. The second episode was just the exact same episode again. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah. maybe the next one. And then it was just the exact same episode again. <laughs> so we were just like, no, this isn't going to improve. <laughs> it's just going to be the same shit repeated over and over again. It's just the only reason it's got a higher rating is because the people who didn't like the first episode just didn't carry on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I looked at those ratings as well. I was like, oh, apparently this one I'm watching now is supposed to be like kind of vastly better than the previous one. But it was, it, it's the same. I'll, if you give it anything, it's consistent. Yeah. Um, but it's just consistently shit is the problem. There are so many fucking better shows to watch. The OA got cancelled after season two. Because like, I, don't, I don't even know why. That could have been some, That could have been one of the best shows in the world ever. But they instead they were like, no, we need to like fund The Expanse or something. There, there wasn't Prime, but it was like, you see where the money goes. And I don't understand why they're not trying a bit more. I guess it's easier if you don't need to put as much effort into something. Or like, you don't need to pay your writers as much because they're writing a bunch of shit. Yeah. But at some point... You want a Game of Thrones, or you want a The OA, or something like that. You know, you want something good to watch, and this just... I mean, for me, it's not it. I don't... I didn't appreciate really anything about the show all that much. I mean, I guess I didn't quit after episode eight, after episode three like you guys did, but that's more out of spite than anything. I was just like, oh, I have to try. I have to try to watch it. I don't know. Um, this isn't like stopping watching the Chappelle show like I did after like I, I even got like almost to the end of that but I stopped but that was more because that was like a sketch show and you didn't really need to know what was happening in the last episodes to understand the scope of the whole season yeah with this I don't know like I, I haven't watched the last two episodes in full but I feel like nothing really would change and we watched that recap and I thought yeah 
That's about where I thought it might go. I don't know. They were like, oh, and the 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 these disparate th- factions and parties that you saw in the in the show, they all come together on the same ship, the Rosanante, and they're all going on their own crazy adventure. They're all together now. And it's like, yeah, it was like those guys, because they were together the whole time. That's why they're there. <laughs> and also they picked up this one policeman guy. He's there now. He's with them. He's their friend. Okay. It's hardly like, it's hardly an Avengers Infinity War no. endgame moment, is it? <laughs> god honestly it's just not good i don't appreciate it i don't like it um i don't really have all that much more to say about it to be honest no i had like five notes yeah. and we went from <laughs> basically at this beginning you just got like a bunch of shit that like i wrote down whenever something made me laugh or whatever and like... yeah in the beginning it's trying to be like blade runner it's like an exposition shot of like a bunch of text for about 30 seconds oh dude you just just doing Blade Runner, or just like in that, it made a lot of sense. It was like stuff to flesh out, and you got that you're in an expansive world. But with this, it's like here's a bunch of text: the Earthers and the Beltons and the Marses there at war, and all this stuff, and the water's running out, and there's ice everywhere, or something. And then they just don't do anything with it. But at least in something like Blade Runner, they actually tr- they do something with it. And you need to know that information before you go into it. Otherwise, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Or this, so you don't need to really know. You could have just had a guy say, these guys, they're all, at, they're all at war. We've been at war for 50 million years or something. And you would have been like, oh, okay, that's fine. I get it. But no, no point. Oh, man. There was, there was a part where like that guy, uh, fuck, Jared Harris, he was like really trying to um he was really trying to go off on like a really dramatic part where he was like talking to the police the policeman. He was like, Did you know that it is possible to cry so hard that your tears turn to blood? He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking tasered this guy almost to death and he's like ah I was your friend and we were mates ah, he's fucking tasering him and we're kicking the shit out and he's like it's impossible to cry so hard your tears turn to blood it's full of bullshit like that it's full of dumb stupid lines like that this guy called Amos he is there he's, every time they say his name it sounds like Anus he's, he was a bad character and he always wanted violence because he was a strong man He's like, um, you see my guns, you see my biceps, this cause I pump iron all the time, and if if I want to shoot a guy, I shoot a guy, and that's just the way it goes. He's always fucking carrying a gun, he's like, this is my personality, <laughs> I'm the guy who loves violence. And like, I mean, fair play, at least he has a personality, because the rest of them kind of don't, but it's not enough. It's not enough. And I really like that line. I need to know how you got your hands on restricted stealth technology. <laughs> oh, so funny. It was like that woman who's like nothing to the show. It's like they go back to the to Earth every so often. See this woman. She's like a UN ambassador or something. She's like interrogating this guy. He's like on a hook because he's exposed to Earth's gravity and he was on like the belt. And so he's like, ah, fuck my bones. And she's like, I need to know how you've got restricted access to the restricted stealth technology. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this sucks. It's like, really, really? I had nothing to say about this woman. She was just there. Yeah. Every every time I cut back to her, I was like, this isn't who I want to be following. You're like, at least with the guys on the Rosanante, you're like, oh, okay, they're like the main guys. Whatever's going on with them, I guess this is what the story is. But as soon as it cuts back to her, I guess I'm, I'm. She just talks to different people who you don't know, and nothing comes of it. <laughs> oh, what was the point in all that? I don't know. To what establish. was the point in any of this? Yeah, yeah. Did you like like their phones? Did you like how their phones looked? Yeah, there's like a, like a pieces of glass. They like pick. It's like they just cut like rectangles of glass, and they were like, "This is what phones look like." like I feel like there would be more branding in the future. Yeah, you'd think. But no, there's no like brand name on the phone. It's just a little piece of rectangular glass and you like tap in. It's like, oh, fuck. It's all lighting up with stuff. It's like, okay, great. At least that's something with like, 
other like better sci-fi you like get that right it's like oh look back to the future there's a bunch of like branding or something when they go to the future and all that because like the brands have taken over and the corporations in something like or blade runner you know and there's like a bunch of branding everywhere because of all the competent corporations have taken over but this is nothing like that i don't think there's like really any corporations at all it's like because the un control the earth and they're the body who controls the earth um in space i guess there's like really not there's like the mcrn i don't really know who they are though they don't really they say their name a lot and they wear their uniform a lot i just don't know who they are though mcr my chemical romance maybe they're there they're behind the scenes yeah pulling the strings a bit yeah another thing i thought was pretty weird i don't think we get like enough close-ups just like really down to the ground fucking technical shit here but it's just like when you don't show any close-ups of any characters what's the point or how am i supposed to empathize with them if i can't see what they're feeling in their face and you don't show it's mostly mid shots it's a lot of mid shots and they don't really vary up at all i mean i didn't see any emotion in any of the characters really so no but like they don't even try they don't even try to like oh and here's here's where the emotion would be if they were showing any emotion yeah, <laughs> so they don't do that, you know. What's the point? I don't know. First off, guys, I am so sorry I couldn't be around to record in our normal format. It was my sister's birthday yesterday, and to be quite frank, it was a bit more important than watching The Expanse. So, <laughs> so um, I wrote these notes uh, yesterday um, because I'd just come off from watching uh, the season one recap from Pete Peppers. Uh, which I'd highly recommend if you watch this show in any capacity and felt a little bit lost, like um, I did. Um, I'll admit, I only watched about two or three episodes of this season, which seemed to be kind of where the viewers are kind of divided between staying and uh, carrying it on. I've read lots of reviews saying that they've stopped around here and others saying they uh, went to persevere because it turned out to be one of the best shows ever made. So... What I'd like to say is that the recap definitely um, explained parts of the episodes that I watched um, that I didn't quite understand um, parts of. So it went into great detail about the planets, the citizens, the, the law of the universes, the the history of how this whole thing began. And of course, some of it was lost on me uh, due to my own choice not to continue on the show. Um I think this genuinely could have been a show for those who are really interested in the genre and can stick to the tanglement of storylines and what seems to be like quite a gradual build-up of character development. Um, It seems like it does get a lot more interesting as it goes along, but it didn't quite pique my interest enough for me to carry it on. Perhaps for me, it just fell a bit flat in terms of acting and story. Um, I am aware that things take a while to build up in storytelling, um, but you can say that about any series, and it's just something I just I just can stay focused on it, especially when I watched uh, eight episodes of Game of Thrones before I got into it, but I never thought to just stop watching it because it was so boring or uncompelling. But what I'm trying to get at is I tried to watch this, but even the exciting things seemed really boring. Like, how can someone about to die from lack of oxygen whilst trapped in space, which is something so incredibly tense and scary, be executed in a way that is so predictable and so boring? It just didn't grip me like it, it could have. And although it's definitely not my genre, um, it maybe it was just not made for someone like me. Um, it, it It's just... Something I I just couldn't stay in it. It wasn't encapsulating enough for me. Um, but I've really delved into reviews and things just just to see what other people are gauging it. And it seems that others have kind of thought it's pretty divided. Uh, season one and two being the best supposedly, and then it drops off. But other people are saying it gets better and better as it goes. Um, I know uh, the last season's just come out and a lot of people are saying that seasons one to five were really great. And then about season five, six, it it completely 
I think I think some of the people said that the words were like it just fell apart and there wasn't enough to justify the ending. But once again, I'll probably never know. But from the recap, it did seem like it picks up a bit. A lot of actually interesting in theory things happen, uh, especially around the law of how the the governments and the different sides kind of uh, fight together and all these uh, storylines kind of all come back to this one thing that's happened. Um, it just seems like the way that it was explained was just flawless and direct. It just kind of flew through every episode and made sense. But I just was let down by how boring I found it pretty much. And needless to say, I won't be watching season two so sorry guys for not being there to uh, carry on in my normal chit chatty format like we normally do um i've had the episode is great so please give it a listen because i know i definitely will and i don't recommend watching the expanse um i think i'm gonna leave it unrated because i don't think it's very fair for me to rate it although if i had to rate the two episodes that i did see i would give it about a five out of ten. See you guys later. I'm bored of talking about this show. It sucks. I don't like it. And if you like this show, comment and tell us what what we're missing. Because I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. And they need more ugly people who look like absolute shit. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Bring in the uggos. Bring in the uggos. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do this one out of. Uh, um, Anubis's. Anubis is like a jail. It's like a chip, and they don't know how to pronounce the word Anubis because like it's just like really fucking old bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't even remember what Egypt was. Like, they're all the Egyptians are dead. Um, they didn't care about the Egyptians. I think a lot, most races are gone from this movie. It's like it's mostly white people. Some black people, like one guy who was like Asian, I think. That was about it, though. I think, like two, maybe two or three. I don't know. Most of the races have been cold. Yeah. <laughs> They're all gone. Yeah, there was a big race war or something. <laughs> race to Mars. <laughs> They're all race to Mars because it has the best ice or water or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Um. I'm not sure I can really give it a proper rating because I don't think I watched enough of the show to completely judge it. But I really didn't gel with what I watched. Just yeah. thought it was really dull, boring. There was just nothing unique or new that I haven't seen other sci-fi shows do. I'll give it like three Anubises out of ten because that's how many episodes we watched. That's fair. <laughs> By that same factor, I will give it eight and a half <laughs> Anubises out of ten. No. Um, it was just the same throughout, and it doesn't vary it up at all. It's exactly what it when you when you watch the first episode, you're like, "This is what it's gonna be." If you don't like the first episode, stop watching it. Um, I hated it, and I will not carry on. I'm gonna give it. I'll probably give it two Anubises out of ten. I just didn't like it at all. Nice, cool. <laughs> That's that. Thanks, The Expanse really hope we get a good show next time or just at least something worth talking about yeah um that point will be in the hundreds be in double digits be in triple digits baby yeah we're already one. in double digits we'll be in double plus one digits <laughs> cool so that's that um next episode we've got a free-for-all but not just any free-for-all a spooky halloween themed free for all because we're going into October it's the first episode of October um, I think we're going to do what we did last year on the show which was you just do like spooky movies and horror movies throughout the whole of October yeah I've made a special horror wheel of some like franchises or like Halloween related shit for us to do nice so we'll spin that for a few episodes we'll spin that for a few episodes but until then we've got a free for all to do and we're all picking spooky scary movies what's on the docket yeah, so I've kind of been going back and forth between a few picks. Um, I actually had changed my pick on the walk here, oh and while recording, I changed it again to the film I originally picked, because oh I was like, eh, fuck it, it's <laughs> Halloween, um, this is one that I watched 
like pretty much every October. It's just like a really Halloweeny sort of movie. It's um, Trick or Treat, directed by Michael Doherty. Ooh. Nice. Anthology horror movie. Very ridiculous and cheesy, but I think it's a lot of fun, so hopefully we'll enjoy it. We'll see. Oh yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm excited for that. We get a lot of anthology movies on this podcast. No, that's what I was thinking. Nice. There we go. The first one, maybe. Um, is it the first one? Uh, who knows? Maybe. Um, cool. My one was one that I got on 4K pretty recently, so I wanted to check that out. Um, it is a fairly recent one. It's from 2018. It was directed by Alex Garland. It's called Annihilation. Nice. Well, I watch Annihilation. Nice. Cool. Darcy's not here, so she doesn't get a pick. See you next time. <laughs> nah, she does get a pick. Oh, what, what, what did Darcy pick? Yeah, I'll slot in. I'll get her to record her saying what it is, and we'll slot it in now. Hey, Darcy, what did you pick? So, I have picked The House That Jack Built by Lars von Trier. came out in 2018, and I think it should be quite a fun watch. Excited, boys. Right, I'll talk to you soon. That's great. So... We've got those ones to watch. <laughs> we got social media. Go and check that out. It's on YouTube, the Sunday Movie Marathon. It's on Instagram at Sunday Movie Pod. It's on Twitter at Sunday Movie Pod again. It's also on Facebook at Sunday Movie Marathon. Go and give that a like. And also Letterboxd at Sunday MM, capital S, capital MM. If you're on there, why not? We update it every week. Remember to like, subscribe, and rate the podcast five stars wherever you're listening. If five stars is what you can do. Any last words? See you next week. <laughs> See you next week for a more expansive episode. <laughs> Preparing the Krabby Patty. <laughs>